Welcome to Your Divine Glow Podcast, the place where we illuminate your path to personal growth and spiritual development. I'm your host, Ashley, a spiritual life coach and your divine glow coach, and I'm excited to have you join us today. In this podcast, we embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery, empowering others to renew their mindset, elevate their confidence, and fearlessly pursue their dreams. Each episode will dive deep into the realms of personal growth and spiritual development, providing you with practical tools, inspiring stories, and powerful insights to support your journey. My goal is to help you rediscover your true self and to live a life that truly radiates your divine glow. Thank you for tuning in and being part of this sacred space. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Your Divine Glow Podcast. I'm here with another special guest on this episode. My guest is a musician, designer, and founder of Upper Class Entertainment and Upper Class International, based out of Inglewood, New Jersey. His brand has been compared to the likes of Ralph Lauren. When it comes to his music, he has accumulated almost 3 million streams independently, has been on mainstream radio, and toured the U.S. as well as Canada. When it comes to fashion, his line has consistently sold out since his release, graced billboards in his hometown, landed in fashion shows and boutique stores, and in the closets of style influencers such as Smoke Dizza. I would like to introduce this dynamic force blending music and fashion, Antoine, Tuan Don Gibbs. Welcome Uh, to the show. (laughs) Dynamic force pressure. Listen, it's given. You're doing a lot. And it's... It's all blending together, and I love it. How are you today? I'm good. I'm blessed, well-dressed, um, and just really thankful for, like, everything that's been going on and transpiring going into, like, this new year. So I can't, yeah. I can't complain. I really be playing myself and, like, blocking my blessings if I was to complain. But So all is well. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I am so happy that we've connected, and you're, you're another one that I did not know existed, but I'm happy that... I've discovered you <laughs> because it's it's really um it's really great to see someone just live out in their purpose and really bringing both worlds together. That's that's yeah. what I truly love because I feel like sometimes we have to choose like oh I I want to do music but I can't do fashion but no like why not do both? Oh, that's so, a fact. Yeah, nah. Yeah. I honestly, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but um, I honestly just feel like they go hand in hand to begin with. So right. You know, if the music is as inspirational as the clothing, and they're both ways for me to kind of like get my creativity off. Like, I feel like I'd be doing myself a disservice by not trying to tackle both. And I've always been into both. So why not do yeah. it? Why not do it? Yeah. Wait, so what came first? The music or the clothes? The the music came first, but I've always been into clothes. I just didn't start designing until like later. But I've always, always been into like clothes, fashion. Like anything yeah. related to like garments, but um, I didn't start designing until like later, like a little after the music. Gotcha. So, can you walk us through just like your music journey since that came first? How did that start? Yeah. So, um, it started with my mom. Um, she was in the industry as well. She was um a promoter, and she worked with the likes of like like it goes. She has like a a very extensive like resume. So she went all the way from like Sugar Hill up until like. Redman, wow. Method Man, Fabulous, BG, Lil John, like, nice. yeah, it's just, it goes and goes. So Blue yeah. Cantrell, like, it went crazy. So mm-hmm. um, just being around her when I was younger and really just kind of, like, soaking up 
mad game from her. Um, I think subconsciously it just started to like work on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I was actually being molded for it, like mm-hmm. unintentionally or intentionally. Like regardless, like I was being like crafted for it in some way, shape, or form. And then mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, like I'm actually like a very like quiet person or like I was a quiet kid. I didn't really talk much or whatever the case may be. So I think music also like gave me a voice because it created like a safe space for me. So right. me not being as like vocal and as like, you know, interactive, um, that was my way of like getting my shit off. You dig what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, yeah. I really think it came from her being around her. And then like, as I got older, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna get this shit a try. Um, you know, like even my family, other family, my uncles was into music, everything. Like, so I really feel like I was placed like into it and then it was up yeah. to me to see how I could like take off with it yes I was actually talking about um which you reminded me in my last well my last episode we were talking about um how God positions us but it's up to us to really decide whether we take it or not and yeah. for you it's like yeah he he showed you what it was he was just like well what you gonna do that's, that's a yeah yeah so I feel like it's one of those things where it's like um, we presented something. It's like, what you going to do with it now? Like, I already did have to work for you. I let you know what your purpose was or what your purpose is. And like mm-hmm. the ball is in your court. You know what I'm saying? I like, yeah. And I really want to piggyback off that, too, because I do feel like certain people are like, like designed to do a certain thing. Like, like, a, like, like LeBron James, for example. Like, it just feel like mm-hmm. he was placed here to just be the illest ball player or like a Tom Brady or something like, like I do feel like certain people was placed there with yeah. a certain like path that they were supposed to take. And that's why they mm-hmm. just like so great at it. Yeah. I mean, we all are like, we're yeah. born here for a reason. Uh, the, the, even the time that we're born is for a, it's very intentional, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, I could have been born in the sixties, but why was I born in the nineties? So, that- you know, it's very um, interesting how, you know, our lives just transform and just the purpose of it all. Like, I love the unfolding of it. That's the most mm-hmm. exciting part for me is because it's like, if I knew everything that were was to come, like, it would be so boring. I think it's just yeah. like, all right, <laughs> like, yeah. I want the, the most important thing I want everybody to take away is like, just remember that the most exhilarating part is just the journey. A lot of people are like, yo, I got to get there. I got to, I got to get to the millions. I got to get to the, this, I got to no. enjoy where you are right now. And yeah. just whether it's high, low, like, cause you're going to always look back and be like, yeah, I made it through that one. And two, that was fun as hell. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's the moment. And it's like lessons in a lot of it as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you already knew everything that was going to come. You could kind of like prepare for it and you mm-hmm. might ruin certain shit knowing that it's going to come and you might go about it a certain way and just kind of, you know, sabotage the whole thing. But yeah, um, it's some about just that journey, enjoying the process, you know, taking your L's, turn them into uh, wins and just like mm-hmm. learning from each and everything. And then just making sure you don't make the same mistake two, three or four times like down the line. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I wanted to, so I I saw first of all your your journey for music goes back deep and I yeah. didn't know how with is your first EP right was in dropped in 2015 
mm-hmm. and it's stay golden. Yeah. And so now we're, I mean, we are 2023 now. We're rolling up on like 10 years. I know. That's so crazy. Crazy. That's um, crazy. One, my first question is, how does that feel rolling up on 10 years? Um, I don't, it's kind of, it's kind of scary to keep it a hundred. Cause like, I feel like I was just working on that body of work. Like, mm. I really feel like I was just working on that project and, you know, Dizza, you know, he executive produced it and I still got a good relationship with him. So it's like me thinking about, I'm almost known Dizza for 10 years. It's kind of crazy wow. to me. Like, um, yeah. and that means I was putting like, I was, I was putting that paper to the pen for a minute and like. I just put out something recently and I'm just like, y'all never really missed a step with like none of this. Like I could really go back to stay golden and it still sound like I could could have wrote it like last month or like two months ago or something like that. But um, Mm. it's a beautiful thing to me. I am, you know, giving you the inside scoop right now. I am going to work on a part two, but that's going to be like it. I don't know if I want to do it on the 10 year like anniversary because I'm kind of itching to like get it out because I'm like working on it right now. But um, I, I love it because it's the inception of everything. Like, Stay Golden is the inception of everything. Like, just when I really found my sound, when I really found the direction I want to take everything, when I really, mm. you know, started to form my team, you know what I mean? And right. um, everything just started to, like, flourish from there. There's people to this day who still been rocking with me since Stay Golden. So, wow. you know, they see it from a whole different perspective. Like the outside looking in for them is just like, yo, I've really been rocking with you for almost a decade and you have yeah. not stopped like elevating. So that's a beautiful yeah. feeling too, because it's like, I'm not letting them down. You know what I'm saying? Like they was able to really like stay with me throughout my whole journey. Mm. A lot of these people don't miss a clothing drop. Like they really feel like they're like part of like torn down upper class and like they the whole yeah they're really cool that's dope and and that's the the i don't i don't know i don't know about you i just really the word fan is like eh. you know it's like yeah, all right I hate fans. you know but i because yeah. i these are people that are really rocking with you you're talking about for an extended amount of time i'm not about to sit here and be like all right we could blown up on 10 years and you a fan now you fan like you know what i'm saying like at this point we locked in i mean i know you yeah. like directly or you know but still, that means a lot because for you to not even know me, know me like that and still rock with me and still support my craft, like, that means a lot. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always try to, like, refer to them as just, like, you know, supporters or um just family to keep it mm-hmm. 100. Like, just they really like family because a lot of these individuals, um like, they could really DM me and talk to me. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't do that too cool shit like i hate the like i am cool like everybody know i'm like solid and cool as hell but i don't i don't like do that to my to the people who support me like they could hit me about anything whether it's like yo what sample did you use for this song or like yo um i don't know yeah i get paid next friday do you think you could put a hat to the side for me like i really got that type of relationship with my audience because yeah. These rap niggas be too cool and they really think they like the shit. And if somebody wake up tomorrow and be like, yo, I ain't supporting nothing you do no more because you come off on some arrogant, ignorant shit. It's like, yeah. now what? You know what I mean? So just treat these people right. like you because that's, you know, that's actually yeah. what they, you know, are. Right. I mean, not to say that it's like if you have no support, then like where would you really be? Um, mm-hmm. At least, you know, 
that's how we look at it. Um, I wanted to also ask you too, um, just more on the fashion side, because mm-hmm. you said, you know, um, back then too, was it the same time around 2015 you had your first design or that came like later? So what's funny is I used to, um, I used to, I used to design the clothing based around music. So oh, okay. yeah, it would be like around 2015, 2016-ish. But in gotcha. 2017, I changed the whole like model. Like no more just making stuff for like, um, you know, projects or singles or anything like that. Like I just went mm-hmm. full on like designer mode. Like yo, we just gonna separate it as a whole. I will still right. do it here and there. Um, but I kind of wanted to uh, you know, separate the two brands and entities. Um, mm-hmm. cause I feel like what was going to happen is that it would have been too along the line of like merch. And I kind of sometimes get like offended when people call like my clothing merch, because I feel like it's a little too like on the artist side. So yeah. separate Twan as an artist and Twan as a designer. I'm like, yo, we're not going to connect. I'm not going to do too much designing for the albums, the EPs. I'm just going to create a whole new like world for that. Yeah. You want to stand that yeah yeah okay yeah i was gonna say from back then to even just now like how has your music and your designing like has how has it evolved just over the time oh big time like big time <laughs> like like i feel like i'm becoming so i didn't go to school for like you no know, design or nothing like that mm. so i had to do a lot of like uh like homework on my own make my own errors put myself in positions to like intern or like, mm-hmm. you know, just be at places where I could like learn from because I didn't go to school for it. So, so that was my schooling. Um, reading a lot, a lot of books, like a lot of books and just surrounding myself about around the right people who really mm-hmm. wasn't either trying to get over on me or really, you know, trying to teach me the game of like fashion. So right. I feel like I evolved in a sense of like my knowledge for sure. Like I'm just so seasoned in the sense of like, you know, um, the business side of music and the business side of fashion. Um, I think mm-hmm. I've elevated my design to where it's appealing to like more people. It's not just for a certain like I won't say demo, but I I won't say I used to do a lot of like just uh like like black and white designs or just mad like to me they was kind of like boring and easy, you know. It was just mm-hmm. like I didn't play with colors too much. I didn't play with like different ways of doing mm-hmm. um like stitching or printing yeah. or nothing like that it was just like i just come up with the easiest thing i could think of put it on the shirt and just hope like for the best yeah, but, um, started to get very yeah for real fingers <laughs> crossed but i started to get a lot more intricate with my designing and my rollouts like um just how i present the product because mm-hmm. marketing promotion with anything is kind of like the biggest thing because you can have the best sweatshirt or you got the best song or whatever but if you're just mm-hmm. not rolling it out properly or trying to get it to the people with good packaging, it's kind of just going to fall on deaf ears or you're just going to sit on like mad product, you know? So yeah. I think I, I think my evolution was just really like immaculate because it went from this like seed to like, it just started really, really like growing. It's like, we didn't stay like right here. Like we just kept growing and growing yeah. each year. But a lot of that yeah. came with like mistakes and just learning from like, keep on doing it. Just keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Practice makes perfect, as they say. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I love the fact that you've not only, I guess, doing your own research and being in the books, but also connecting with people are just, is just so important because yeah. you're yeah. learning yeah. in, like, I always say it's like you, you want to 
be in the same room or just be in the same space as someone who you can learn from. I, I don't know about for me personally, I love the relationships or friendships that I have that you can learn. Like, I don't want to just sit here and not learn from you. There's something that even from this con- like a conversation we had maybe like one time, I want to be able to walk away and be like, yeah, I learned something from that, from that person. And it's going to help me further down the line. And not to say that, you know, is always going to happen, but it's hopeful. Like, that's what I seek out now. Um, and just everything that I do, not just like business wise, but personally, yeah, big, yeah. big, like game changer for real. Now, a thousand percent, because you, you kind of become the individual where you surround your, when you surround yourself around certain people, you kind of like become that person in a little bit, because you're just taking some from just everybody in your circle or whatever the case may be. So it's important yeah. to surround yourself with people that you could gain knowledge from and get game from, because, um, you know, you're just going to kind of become stagnant, I feel like, if you don't. Or you're just going to feel like you know it all. And that's kind of like ignorant, too, yeah. if you just kind of come off like you just know everything. So I don't need, I don't need nobody yeah. to take yeah. <laughs> yeah, we 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 don't we don't work that way at all. Community for sure. Um, so I this is something that I really wanted to know from you because I I don't I'm so it's not very clear for me at mm-hmm. least. So would you identify yourself as spiritual? Yeah. More so than okay. anything. I would I would say I'm more spiritual and got my own relationship, but like God. That's kind of gotcha. how I operate. Yeah, the universe what, or people that be. How would you describe like your journey, your spiritual journey, like up until now? Like, where do you think that you like settle in right now, and where would you like to go? Yeah. Um. Damn. You know, it's it's crazy because, like, one thing that's always been instilled in me is like prayer. Like, always mm. been instilled in me prayer and being like grateful for like everything. A good day, a bad day, like, you still got to give things because you still woke up and was able to, like, at least give it 1%. Um, yes. So, you know, when I was younger, I used to kind of battle with that because I had this thing where I felt like everything should have went my way. And then when mm. it didn't, I would kind of question, you know, certain powers that be on, like, you know, why am I going through certain things? Like, I do everything. In my opinion, I do everything right. So where's right. all these like obstacles and tribulations coming from? Because like I've 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 done everything I felt like in my heart I was supposed to do. But mm-hmm. as I got older and as I started to like kind of, you know, understand myself more and just kind of really look myself in the mirror and be like, yo, you know what? Those things were put in place for you to just kind of mold you into the man you are now and just the person you are now. Like, this is, mm-hmm. like, artist, designer aside. Like, this is just, like, Antoine. Like, this is no Tuan Don shit, no, none of that. So I used to have, like, a battle within myself with that at one point because mm-hmm. it was just, like, you know, not to sound repetitive, but it was just, like, why me? It was always some something I questioned, like, why me, why me? But then when things are going beautiful, I'm like, oh, yeah, I deserve this. Like, I deserve this. But mm-hmm. it got to be an equal balance on both sides. And I think yeah. where I'm at now, spiritually, like, I think I'm in a beautiful, beautiful space. Because not to sound too, like, deep or whatever the case may be, but there's been times I would really just ask for shit. Like, I just say it out loud, and I really, in my heart, is, like, asking for it. And, like, two mm-hmm. or three days later, like, shit just start, like, transpiring. But then it's yeah. up to me to see those signs and be like, all right, I understand what's happening. You know what I mean? Right. And right, I think right. where I'm at right now is, um, 
I'm trying to stay present. I'm not trying to go too much into my past and, you know, be like, I could have did this better or that better. And then I'm not trying to like be too far into the future to where I'm mm. trying to like, play God and like control, yeah. you know, everything that's going to, I feel like should happen. So my thing yeah. right now is like really staying present, like really staying present and then really just like being grateful and thankful for like what I have right now and seeing signs and understanding signs that like, whether it triggered me or whether it's a mm. blessing, how am I going to like, you know, respond? To yeah. It? I think that's what I'm that's, now like. On yeah. This day, that's this. good. That is good. It's I feel cool. like. the journey though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, we could have a whole separate podcast about that. But we, but the, okay. So I know you, we go deep here. So feel free mm-hmm. to go deep as you want. Um, Hi. because a lot of people come up here like, yeah, I don't want to go that. Nah, we, we love the deep over here. So yeah. feel free. Yeah. But I love the fact that, um, it's the lesson of like remaining present. That's really hard for us, especially for me. I, I could say personally, oh my God. I not to say that I think about the past a lot, but I'm so focused in the future and where I want to be. And that's why I stress, like in the beginning of this episode, like enjoy the journey. Cause I'm learning that myself. It's like, it's, it's kind of hard just, especially when it is hard and when it is difficult in those moments, you're like, man, I want to get out this mud. I want to get out this ditch. Like, I don't even want to be here. Like, what's up? Like, when, when's the good part? <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's the biggest lesson of them all. But, you know, even through the bad, like you were implying, like, it's just a lot of lessons and just the mm-hmm. beauty of just being yourself, like being resilient, having that growth. And I'm sure for you, you have all these stories to tell, but I'm going to ask you this one thing, because I want one story at least. I've got to get it out right. of you. <laughs> um, right. What what experience like have you um had where you like felt like a shift in your perspective when it comes to spirituality? What experience? Um what experience like how has it like influenced you like or some maybe a experience that influenced you to maybe like approach your music differently or your business yeah. differently? Yeah. You know, you know what I think it was? I think I think it was when my boy passed away in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 pretty much you know was like my my right hand, like Kenny. His name was Kenny, and mm-hmm. um, he passed away in 2017. And I felt like that's what I really felt like. Like 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 some is in the air, and like a lot of shit is unfair. Because he called me like two days or a day before, and. It, and before that, I haven't spoke to him in a little minute. Um, but he called me. And he was just very like, it was weird. He was just very like, yo, I love you. Um, know that I always got you. And like, you know, know that you're my brother forever. But to me, I'm just like, you telling me shit I already know. Like, that's kind of how I was taking the conversation. Because, you know what I mean? Right. So it was like he knew something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it was like he knew something. and. I just took it as another courtesy call, you dig? So when yeah. I got the news, I was just like, it's no way that he he passed away. I was just talking to I was just talking to him. So right. 
it, like, I feel like when that happened, like, I was already on, like, beast mode, and I was already on some, like, you know, walking around kind of, like, with a chip on my shoulder. But it was something when Kenny passed away, and, like, I know that was somebody, like, like, no matter what, I couldn't do no wrong in his eyes. He couldn't do no wrong in my eyes. And, like, like that was my road dog. Like, he pretty much started, like, upper class with me as well. Like, it's, it's old footage on YouTube of us in his grandmother's house, like, vlogging and all that shit. Like, so, so after that, I just, I don't know. I just kind of just got, like, it's all or nothing. Like, I don't know if that's personal or spiritual, but, like, just after mm -hmm. that, just everything just, I just really became very just, like, it's all or nothing and whoever really get in my way is going to be like a long day type shit. Cause I just felt like he was taken away from me, like at an unfortunate time, because that's something I was going to mention earlier too. Like when state golden came out in 2015, that was one of my like roughest years. Like that, I, like mm. that year was crazy. And, um, you know, when I think about now it's coming up on 10 years and I'm like in a whole different space. I was like, damn, like, I really wanted to, like, stop fucking with mad shit. Like, I kind of was, like, wasn't really, like, sure, like, how the music was going to go. I always been confident in my shit. But I don't know. It was just a rough-ass year, and, like, a lot of shit wasn't sitting well with me. So then 2017 happened, and then, you know, with my mans, and then I'm just like, 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 I don't know. Like, I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, what is going on? Like, what the fuck is in the air that's going on? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, um, I think that was, I think that's when I had a shift. I think that's when I had a shift and I really felt like outside of owing myself something, like, I, I, I owe that, I owe that to my mans too. I owe that to my yeah. mans. Like, big, time. big time. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, death is, of course, unpredictable, unexpected. Then the grief hits, right? You're like, ask, like you said, asking all these questions, like, well, God, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. I thought he was supposed to be here forever. Like, well, not forever, yeah. but I thought he was supposed to be with me on this journey. Like, but that's, you know, that is how you, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that is how you feel no. about your people sometimes. Like, yeah. you, like, you really do feel like, like, this is forever. Because to, in my mind, the way me and my boy was, it was just like, we both was on some, like, the world is ours type shit. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, like mm -hmm. you know, like we wasn't, you know, real brothers, obviously, but the, what we was building and what we was doing at our age at that, it was just like, yo, nobody was touching us. Nobody, I felt like he was the best. He felt like I was the best. Like, right. he got these big upper class tattoos on his arm. Like, he was, he tatted it before me. So to me, it was like even deeper than rap with us. So you do feel kind of like they got this superhero esque personality to them to like nothing could happen to them. Right. Because very I know his story. Very unstoppable. And I know his story and I know what he's been through and seeing what he like, you know, had to overcome. I'm like, nothing could stop you, bro. Like nothing yeah. can stop you. So yeah. yeah. So I just said that to say like you do sometimes feel like these people will be here forever. Yeah. It, it's kinda like, you know, I always think back to that phrase like bffs and like best friends forever like mm -hmm. you know yes and no right because sometimes things like the ultimate you know death can occur and you're like but that doesn't mean he's not still with you you know what i'm saying he, oh, you know yeah. he's still he's definitely with you in spirit and every and anything that you do 
So, yeah. and I know, and, and that's the biggest thing too, is like when you feel it, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, I know. But like, do you feel it though? Nah, <laughs> that's the that's thing. Because what you saying that is big facts because there's been times where like, I will get like certain victories or certain wins and I could mm. really like, to myself, I'd be like, yo, that was a layup from Kenny or like, yo, you mm-hmm. have my back. Or when I was feeling, if I feel a little like jittery before performing or going on stage, like I remind myself of his voice, like, like you got this, like ain't nobody better than you type shit. And I just go in there and kill shit. So yeah. he, you know, still sprinkling, you know, his blessings and shit like on me for sure. And on a brand, I feel like for sure. Cause if he, you know, obviously I feel like in my heart, he does see it, but if he was present for where upper class is at now, like. He'd lose his mind. Like him seeing that billboard in the city would like he'd like lose his fucking mind, like type yeah, shit. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. I don't yeah. even know. Is it uh, up or was it up? Oh I mean, it was up, but is it still yeah, up? Yeah, it was. I'm a, I'm gonna pull it up for you. I'm gonna pull it up for you right now. Hold on and just show you. Um I don't know how well you'll be able to see it though, because I'm doing it like off my phone. Yeah. But let me my brightness up. Let me see. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, you can probably see it a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. The world's yeah. greatest clothing brand was made in New Jersey. That is dope. Where was yeah, that? Right? That was in like a town right over from me um, in Bergenfield. The town is called. Nice. It's like another angle from it, like from the side a little bit. So, okay. Nah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's amazing. That and they actually amazing. Left it up. They left it up there longer than um, they were supposed to. Mm. So that was fun. That was love too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it was really supposed to be like a month or something like that. It was up there probably for like two and a half months, like three months. Or mm. Well, that's yeah. one of many. So we ain't even oh, worried yeah. about it. But that's, sure. your, that's your first. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, sure. you know, thank you for, for sharing that, for that, that story. Cause I know, I'm sure, like even till today, like you still, of course, you miss, you miss your brother. You know what I'm saying? Like there's days they're like, man, I wish he was here. I could, you know, play him hit this song or show him this piece or, you know, all these things. And, you know, but he's still there, like I said, and, uh, and it's a beautiful thing that you, you feel that and you know that as well um, in your heart. Um, I, I want to ask you too, it's like throughout this journey of, I guess in general, the spiritual journey and all that, but just even your journey through just grieving your brother and just evolving in self, like how do you, how does spirituality play a part in that and just overcoming like something like grief and like the obstacle or of, of just that nature of things? I feel like with me, I translated on, like, I gotta, I gotta kind of get it out on the creative side. So mm-hmm. whether it's like in design or whether it's in the music, that's pretty much how I translate it. And if you listen to my music, like not you, but like just anybody watching or any case, whatever the case may be, I, you hear a lot. I talk about like spiritual shit. I talk about God a lot, not like gospel, but mm-hmm. I am like very heavy when it comes. Like my pen, I always bring something up in a sense of like blessings, God, like yeah. being spiritual or like just you know, kind of like foresight in a sense. So yeah. I think that's my way of kind of like um, dealing with it or coping with it because mm-hmm. um, I don't do too well with kind of like just spewing my emotions out to just anybody. So, right. and it may sound contradicting, right? Because when I write it and put it in the songs for everybody, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not going that deep, though. I mean, it's in, right. in in the way that you 
the way that you write, I find that it's very, um, of course, poetic to me, but it's up for interpretation, right? With anything mm-hmm. that you write. Um, I feel like as an artist, it's always up for interpretation, um, which I will get to in a minute because I know you just dropped, you know, your new feature with um, oh, yeah. 93 Dove. So, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, back to, back to your point of just like getting through it throughout your music. Is it that, um, I know it's, it sounds like it's therapeutic, but do you actually go back and like reflect on it after you write it? Yeah, there's times, but not not too often because I already hear it a lot. Like, cause I'm writing it, I'm memorizing it, um, I'm recording it, I'm listening to it back, like mix one, mix two, mix three. And then I also mm-hmm. listen to it when it's out. But there are times when I would go back to like my older catalog and just mm-hmm. kind of remind myself of like, what I'm doing it for and it's kind of like um it's kind of like time traveling for me to be mm-hmm. honest because a lot of songs that I go back and listen to I kind of put myself in a space of like what was I doing when I was writing this or what where was I at in life when I was like recording it or like putting it out so a lot of my music to me is like a time machine and um you know like I said like it's kind of a reminder as well of like that spiritual side of things because it's like whenever I'm having and not to sound too like you know self cynical or self centered, I should say. But whenever I am having sometimes of a a tough week or tough day, I would go back to some of my old stuff. Or if I ever feel like you know um, things ain't going my way, music wise or whatever, I would go back mm-hmm. to a lot of my old stuff and just like listen to it and be like, nah, like it's a reason mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. And, and and on a deeper level, to be honest, I think it's bigger than just me. Because I can like share and show you DMs of other people who's like, yo, your music done this and that for me. And to me, yeah. I feel like that's a little bit more like, you know, like to get out my own head that is, is, is right. bigger than you. Like it's people who really connecting and, um, you know, finding like solace like in your in your music. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's really self-centered, though. I think, like you said, it's just a reminder because sometimes we that's like the flip side, too, is like we get so caught up in the present. <laughs> but sometimes we do have to look back in the past i know it's like it's like the hence the balance is like we have to just like go back to the past to remind us of like how far we come and okay right. like why did i start like what is what is my why like why did i start writing music and putting out my music and you know it's like you have to really hype yourself up sometimes it's like That's a man fact. i'm not I'm not in the present moment. I'm not feeling it. Like, why am I doing this? But you know what? There's a reason why. And yeah. it's there. Proof is <laughs> yeah, 100%. And no pun intended when it comes to balance. It was given all the pun. Because I was just like, listen, it's a good segue. Because we've been, yeah. it's been hinting. Because like, <laughs> when, when you dropped it, um, what you call it, Monday, I was yeah. like, yeah. It's, first of all, I I haven't heard of 93 Doves, but shout out to him. Um, yeah. And so how did you and him link up to uh, create this beautiful, beautiful piece? So um, what's funny is you haven't heard of him because like he's like, that was like his debut like record. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was like his debut record. And um, I pride myself. I don't care. He When he see this, he probably laugh anyway. I pride myself on seeing talent and like, you know, pushing people to like really get their art out there. So mm. when I was um a stylist at like Ralph Lauren, that's where I met him. I met him over oh, there. Okay. 
and then nice. we got we clicked up because we both had like the same personality like we didn't really like you know uh associate too too much with like people like so he kind of saw that with me and i saw that with him and that's what got us close but then i like found out he do music and i'm always like when anybody tell me they do music i'm like i want to hear it because like everybody like want to do music but i want to just like hear like if you're really good so like he sent me records like five or six records and then um i'm in a car listening to them and there's a few that like stuck out but i feel like it was more suited just for him but this mm. song was like i'm like i kept going back to this song because yeah. it was just a long like freestyle at first he was just like rapping on it mm. i don't think it had no chorus or maybe it did i'm not sure but it wasn't really that like structured but um I heard it and I'm like, I need parts of this. And my thing is like, yo, I don't care if like you popping or not. Like if you got a good record or if I think you're talented, like he's on my project, he gonna be on State Golden. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm wanna work with you. Like I don't I don't care if you never put nothing on uh streaming mm-hmm. platform or not. So right. this record we just I just kept going back to and um he had got me an extended version to like just write. And I swear, like it was just like it's like I wasn't even thinking when I was writing that verse. It was like something mm. else was like writing it for me. You know what I'm saying? Not to sound like creepy or weird or nothing like that. Yeah. But it sounded like yeah. it was like because it was just flowing. It was just flowing. Like I wasn't overthinking yeah. nothing. I wasn't like, yeah. nah, not this line, that line. So he just told me the concept that he wanted to stick with. And I just like went crazy. Just went crazy. But that song mm. been sitting for like almost a year though. Like, we oh, had wow. that song. That's not, like, all that footage, the BTS, that's been, because, like, my ears is pierced now. So if you look into that, like, the BTS, like, I had no piercings in my ears or nothing. So that's, like, know that. yeah. <laughs> so that's, like, but, older, that's older footage. So um, I did everything. Like, I wrote it. I did the voice notes, sent it to him, all that, played it for him. He fell in love with it. But I was, like, we got to actually, like, create, like, a world around this song because. I personally mm. feel like that's one of my best verses in a long time because I just, yeah. I covered everything, I feel like, like just everything. Yeah. So we did everything, the rollout, we did the studio session together. Um, I sent him stuff to get on, whatever the case may be. But that's pretty much how that song came about. Mm. Um, so it's a little older to us, but obviously it's new to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so when I, so I'm a big like lyric reader. Um, mm-hmm. I could listen, yes, but it's different when I'm actually seeing the lyrics in front of my face. So gotcha. um, I know as a whole, what I got out from the song was that, um, yes, while it's called New Balance, um, it's, it's giving like finding, it's like finding it difficult to balance through the adversity. And like, I mean, even within your verse itself, I believe you were like addressing, and, and again, this is up for interpretation. From, but mm-hmm. For me, it was like, kind of balancing or addressing like the external criticism, internal struggles, like, and then like having that transform in like through your music, if yeah. that makes sense. It it was, a, it was a little bit of that too, because um, I feel like when he sent me, so the, the verse is longer than a 16. I think it's almost like 30 bars, if I'm not mistaken. But um, mm. I feel like he left so much room for me to be myself. And then also like like get deep. So it's 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 part of that song that where I'm just popping shit talking. Um and like, you know, being a little bit more flamboyant. But there is parts yeah. of that element too, where it's like the battle is like 
internal and then external and you know kind of how mm. we're going to like you know really you know take on both so when yeah. i said the line about like um made a couple mil from when i spilled they talking devil shit but i got ahead mm. of it more heaven sent flowing elegant it's like that's what I mean in the sense of like all these, all these like internal and external. So like externally, you could do well, and then people try to like you know give you stipulations or or things on why you're doing well. But it's yeah. like you know on the inside, I know I'm heaven sent. It got nothing to do with no evil or no devil shit. So I got ahead of yeah. all those rumors that y'all was talking about. So that's like yeah, no, it's the flames on this mic right now. Okay, <laughs> we gotta no. wave it, wave it. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Listen, it's, and the, the thing about it is when I was, I kept rereading that one part. Cause I was like, what is he, what is he saying? Right. And I'm like, yeah. but it, now it makes sense. Cause I was just like, yeah. I know. Cause it was the Buckingham for me. I was just like, that's oh, a yeah. big ass palace. <laughs> you, you, you get it though. In the sense of like, yeah. um, you know, and when you when you really want to come up in this game and you searching for a crib or a residence, it's like I want it to be the size of the Buckingham Palace. Like, so yeah. that was just like a flex. Like, that was like a flex. Yeah, line. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Listen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> any, if anybody y'all listening to this podcast right now, y'all need to go stream um, New Balance by Ninety Three Doves and your boy Twan Don. Okay, yes, so yeah, sure. I'm gonna sure. drop the link right in the show notes for y'all, so y'all could um, give it a listen. But yeah, it was very much um, a, a record that it's like you you guys just while it wasn't like as deep and as direct. There was a lot of pain, right? There's pain in yeah. there. Like his and, um, mm-hmm. like talking about his boy passing and everything. Like yeah, he, yes. he got it too for sure. Yeah, it and I love that. Um, I'm always going to talk about it. Just men and vulnerability, um, very important, and, and it's not a lot of it in in rap anymore. At least, sure. well, yours, you know. But yeah. <laughs> as a majority, though, you know. I don't think there's a lot of men that are talking as deeply about it or, you know, want to be as open about it because a lot of men just want to be all strong and, you know, pride gets in the way and all these things because of societal reasons. And, you know, I I want men to know that it's okay to even if you have to put that pain in whatever art it is, it may be music, it may be, um, you know, painting or whatever it may be for you, like, just do it. And speak yeah, about I'm, it because there's so many other men out here that need to listen, that need that need a, a listening ear, even you know. Um, and for me as a woman, and I'm not going to speak for all women at, at all, but I think we can't we can do but so much. You know, you need another male to to understand and be in, in actually your shoes for that. So, and and yeah. I want to piggyback on what you're saying too because it's like you'll be surprised about like on how many people really relate you know what i mean and mm-hmm. there's no way to find that out unless you put it out there right. there's no way to find it out like if if there's a certain audience or demo of people who might relate to what you're saying unless you just you know kind of take that vulnerable route and put it out there and nobody's saying the thing is too i feel like is that like nobody's saying your whole catalog or your whole body of work has has to be that but yeah I do feel like it's important to show that versatility and do like sprinkle some of that, you know, on your on your on your catalog because everybody's in different spaces when they listening to music. 
you know, you could either be at a club, you could be in a car, you could be on your in a gym, or you could be at on your just in the crib in your room with your four walls, yeah. AirPods in, whatever the case may be. So everybody's digesting music a little different, and there's yeah. an environment suited for like certain things. You know what I mean? So right. I, I think more artists, more men, should definitely be like a little bit more like vulnerable and like show that like, you know, what's yo, what's really really on your mind. You ain't gotta have no hook on it, you got no chorus, mm-hmm. no bridge, or nothing. Like three minutes, so yeah. you just get getting it all, getting it all. Yeah, you know. What I mean? So yeah. it's super important. It's- yeah, I think about it because I always talk about journaling and um, I think for people that are considered like songwriters and, you know, write their own raps or whatever, um, it it's like you're really taking what what's outside of your journal and just like <laughs> sharing it with the world. And, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do, too. At like, um, you know, with blogs and just I, I these I tell my my all my my friends, I'm like, just journal. Just get it out on paper. Whatever you do with it afterwards, like, you know, you can share it or not, but just get it down on paper. That's the most important thing. Because um, I know a lot of us, we we sometimes feel like we can't talk to nobody. It's like we're alone, and that's not the case. But on that end, too, I think that's why, like, um, even as an artist on the artist side, let's say if it's not journaling, I think it is still important to write it, record it, and maybe you don't even got to put it out. Yeah, just for you. It could be something, exactly. Like, I think artists should create some type of, like, vault. Or maybe they do. Maybe they do. And, you know, I'm not sure. But I I got Mm -hmm. a song with a folder where, like, I kind of labeled them. Like, like this is strictly just for, like, my ears and just, like, or maybe, like, your close friends or whatever the case may be. And they Mm -hmm. may never see the light of day. But it's just the fact Mm -hmm. you was able to, like, kind of take whatever thoughts or feelings that was bottled up. And like, right. just get it out. And I'm yeah. sure in every form of art, there's um, a practice like that. Like, if you are like yeah. a painter, I'm sure that people have like paintings and work of art that they just won't ever let the public see. Yeah. But if you could find a way to kind of like dilute it, dilute it a little bit, and get it to the people to where you're comfortable, then um, mm-hmm. you, you, you're on a good path. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I would say too, like for. I don't know which interview this was, but you know I got to do my research before I have anybody on the show. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah I don't remember what interview you did, um, and you were talking about mental health and how you wanted to, um, I guess, improve more of your mental health and being more conscious of your mental health and well being. Um, so I mean I don't know how long ago you did that interview I forgot, but since- was it a recent one? I think I think I know which one you might be talking about. I was sitting Maybe. down at the um um I don't want to drop other names on your podcast, but I think it was a recent one. Maybe like summertime. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know which yeah. one you're talking, about, but I won't put nobody else's name on yours. I won't do no. You're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> um, but no, you. It, it struck me because I love mental health. I mean, for those of you that don't know, I am a licensed social worker. So my love has always been in the mental health community. That's where I started at. I started um, on my journey as an intern and working in the field. So I'm just curious, like, you know, now we're we're here in November. Like mm-hmm. how, what steps have you taken towards your mental health uh, wellness? I would say um, it's something that I mentioned earlier um, about staying present. 
I yeah. feel like that has that have helped me like big big time because gotcha. um you know and I don't want to sound like a, a broken record at all but oh. there has been times where like I I revisit the past a little too much and then it's like what's done is done and it's like I beat my I, I beat myself up about it because it's just mm -hmm. like if I knew what I knew now then like I would have went about certain situations totally different but yeah. it's impossible like like yeah. you did you didn't know that so you can't really be too hard on yourself about them because you ain't had the information or the resources right. or the certain right. people around you right. um so that's a big thing like like really staying present and um not not trying to play god i think yeah. another thing and you know it could sound however it sounds but i think detaching myself from certain individuals or certain like groups of people have helped me immensely as well because mm -hmm. it's like sometimes in our heart we know like an individual or a group of people or like even a certain setting is not right for us yeah but sometimes you know we take on you know whatever they have going on and then we make it ours too and that's super unhealthy so that's why i said like it may yeah. sound selfish but i've gotten better at that too it's just like y'all i'm not about to make certain people uh problems or like what they going through like mine as well mm -hmm. like i love you to yeah. death you know what i'm saying but i got my yeah. own kind of like take on too and um yeah. i think i think you know not to sound too cliche but i think the gym helped me a lot like exercising mm -hmm. and like one. working out helped me big big time because when i'm yeah. in there it's just like I, sh I shut the whole world like i'm barely on my phone unless i'm like mm -hmm. You know, one two, but <laughs> but like um, I feel like I'm in my own zone. I've been in there for like two hours sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just really in my own I'm world. Right. Especially yeah. now with this season, when it's getting dark faster, seasonal depression could be kicking in. Um, yeah. it's cold, it's rainy. Like you mm -hmm. gotta just find things to keep your your mind busy and keep your mind right. like you know active in a healthy way. Right. And, um, right. I think a lot of people should really take heed of this one. It's just sometimes just saying no to certain things. Like, don't always feel like you got to be a part of something. Don't always feel like you owe somebody something. Like, you mm -hmm. could give somebody 100 yeses. That one no is not going to really, really hurt, even though they may look at it that way. But I think those three or four things, like, really, really, you know, helped me from the summertime yeah. up now. And granted, we human. We always got, like, way more work to do like we never stop mm -hmm. evolving and we never stop right. like working on ourselves and i'm someone who refuses to uh you know like be stagnant so i know i got mad shit to work on but those three or four things and me you know staying committed to that has like been helping me big time yeah that is so good i commend you for even just starting right because some people yeah. it's hard to start it's hard yeah. to start but you know, as soon as you start, you have to hold yourself accountable. And, and it sounds like you're de you do. Um, I'm not going to say, like you said, every, we're, we're not perfect. You know, we, mm -hmm. we have our days where we're like, man, I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> but, you know, but it, yeah, again, it goes back to making that decision. Like, are you going to go? Are you not going to go? Are you going to take it? Are you not going to take it? So, mm -hmm. you know, that's the thing. Um for us, it's just holding ourselves accountable and making sure that, you know, where we want to be, we have to continue to take those baby steps there. Because, man, listen, we nothing changes if we don't take that step. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy for you that you're, you seem very, like, peaceful, right? Now. I mean, 
I I'm not like in your space right now, but I can yeah. just it just sends, I get a sense of that like you calm you like eh, I'm good. I, be, I, be but... I really be chilling, <laughs> but you know I don't want people to get it twisted too. I could turn up, but for the most part, I be I be chilling because I feel like you you know you attract you attract what you put out there. You know what I mean? So yeah, I try my best to be like calm, cool, collected, and um. Yeah. You know, just about my business and just staying out the way for the most part. Yeah. And um, that's another thing I forgot. Let me. I gotta mention that too. I think I've gotten better with like not letting things bother me too much. Like sometimes yeah. I still gotta like check myself. Like, yo, that's not that deep. Why you respond like that? But I think mm-hmm. I got a little better with like like every like before. There's a lot of things. The smallest thing could just like like just take like fifty percent of my day away from me. Like, cause I'm just yeah. thinking and focusing on that one thing and like, it just would knock my whole day off and no, don't let it happen in the morning. Cause now I'm already like, oh, my whole day is over. You, you know what I mean? You are not a morning person, bro. I heard that. Yeah. You don't like the early mornings. Mm-mm. Wait, what do you hear that? How do you know that? You Again, my research. <laughs> I don't at all. I am not my a stalker. My brain don't really start working until like after nine thirty, like ten o'clock. Like I don't. Kudos, kudos to like those who are like a morning person. But personally, like I just my brain don't start working like that. <laughs> well, your creativity is peaked at night, which makes sense. I mean, shoot, you got to work with you know how you were made. Me, yeah. total opposite. I need I need to get my day started early in the morning so I can knock things out because mm-hmm. by the night. Your girl is no good. Yeah. But then sometimes you, you get that like burst, like two, three in the morning. You're like, oh, I got an idea. Then you run to the office. <laughs> so yeah, it depends. Yeah. That's how that's how oh. I used to be when I had like a um studio up here where I'm from. Um, it was like right around the corner from like where I live at. So as soon as I get that idea, like I had to like I don't care what hour of the day it was. Um, I had yeah. to like go out and yeah. like really you know get it out like get it out so yeah 100%. that's when the greatest magic happens trust yeah um so i'm gonna um know we're rolling up on a little bit of a time um but i want to ask you this one last question before we jump into our segments mm-hmm. um so looking ahead like what aspirations do you have for the future um it could be spiritually creatively but definitely for, you know, your music and fashion. Yeah. So um, I really, really, you know, want to expand the team. I feel like right now we got a good, like, team. Um, and they all willing to work and they all willing to put, you know, the hours in and they see and understand the vision. So on the clothing side, I really want to kind of, like, snatch up, like, one or two more designers. Um, mm-hmm. Because I already have, like, my boy who's, like, head of design in a sense of, like, on a digital aspect. So all the ideas, all the ideas come from like my mental, come from like my brain. I just don't know how to sketch, draw, or like do anything like that. I know how to sew a little bit, just more so like my woven and inside tags or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. um, I do want to like, you know, start doing more collaborative work with other designers because I've never been one to feel like I got all the ideas. Like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I really want to like work with more designers, more people who could bring stuff to the table to understand the vision. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like the team will really start, like, you know, flourishing more from there. And um, I do want to open a store one day, like, have my own, like, store, 
um not a yeah. store but have like a few stores actually right. for class and uh really just employ people who's polished at what they do like i don't care about no degrees i don't care about if you went to school for it or not because i didn't you know what i mean so if you just got the yeah. talent the work ethic and the vision like you got a place over at upper class and that's how i kind of want to you know my mission statement to kind of be for the brand and just do more community-based stuff because yes. i pride myself on being like a community-based brand like if you go to our ig like it doesn't say clothing brand it doesn't say clothing line it doesn't say apparel like it just says like community so um, mm. I want to kind of live up to that and do more stuff for the city like that I'm from, which is like Englewood or just Jersey as a whole. Yeah. And then on the music side, just, you know, continue to create a, a well-versed and like healthy catalog of music. Um, mm. Just keep seeing, uh, you know, royalties and keep seeing certain like, you know, fruits of my label on the back end. Um, yeah. I do want to start working with more producers individually. Sometimes I feel like I make the best music when I just lock in with one um individual like i did this yeah. project called god complex with my uh engineer and my producer plan b brandon mm -hmm. and um it's like one of my best bodies of work because i just felt like you know with our relationship and how long he's been mixing and mastering our music from state golden and beyond mm -hmm. even a few songs before that i just feel like the work ethic and like you know we understand each other so well that we just make like timeless timeless music um yeah. and um so just, you know, put more people in position to win. Like, you know, like the 93 uh, artists, like 93 Doves, it's just like, I kind of want more people to come from that upper class umbrella. Like, you know, like whether mm -hmm. it's a song, whether it's a project, whether it's a partnership, whatever case may be, I kind of feel like when it comes to my mind of like seeing talent and like, you know, having an ear for music, I do pride myself on that too. I feel like I got some of the best, like, beat selection and, like, some of the best, like, you know, orchestrated, like, projects. I kind of want to lend that side of my creativity to other artists who kind of might find themselves, um, mm -hmm. you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a stump a little bit. And right. then I did miss one thing on the closing side. I do want to find myself at some sort of, like, house, or, like, fashion house, or, like, doing some sort of, like, creative direction for um, a brand out mm -hmm. there. I don't care if it's, like, you know, Lacoste or like a Asics or a New Balance, no pun intended. Yeah. I have a full circle moment with doing something with Ralph Lauren, being that I was styling there. Um, yeah. You know, just I think a lot of that stuff I feel like I could do very well at because, mm. um, you know, I do a good job at like putting myself in the shoes of these brands. And, um, you know, they, 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 they need a lot of our sauce anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be honest, I feel personally, you know what I mean by like our sauce. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> so if the bag is right and the price is right, I, I'll give y'all a little something. Yeah. I mean, listen, the world is yours. Like you have a, whatever you do and all yeah. the things that you done mentioned, I mean, I know you're going to do it, first of all. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, sure. and you're going to do that and more. I love the fact that you are so rooted in community because that's that's just the beauty of it all. It's like we're not here to gatekeep. We're not here to just have it all to ourselves. We're here to share and give back and to yeah. really like uplift everybody in the community. Um, and I love that that has it seems like it has always been your foundation, no matter where you are, or what you do. Um, you that's that's why you do it. That's part of your why. <laughs> and yeah. I love that. So hundred percent. Yeah. 
it's gonna i'm excited for the stores um i'm excited to see like your next drop like when is your next drop of your fat your fashion line oh yeah so the next one is going to be on the 15th of december so it's coming up um yeah yeah mark that i want to get that out um definitely before christmas so people could probably get it by christmas and that'd be like you know a little gift to themselves and um we're taking on it's going to be like an all-american like type of a capsule a collection that we're doing so yeah. you're gonna have everything from like denim it's our first time doing denim so that's gonna be super exciting yeah, denim. yeah it's gonna be good yeah, denim. Man. see how people respond to that um we're doing kind of like outerwear too like workwear jackets along the lines of like a carhartt style um jacket um you know of course we're gonna do hoodies because that's just always like our essentials hoodies and hats we gotta yeah. do and then uh we're gonna do like these washed like vintage t-shirts that kind of look like western in a sense mm-hmm. um the designs i'm not gonna tell too much what's gonna be on the designs because i might just spoil it but as for mm-hmm. the garments that's what's gonna be um you know um presented to everybody my home girl mm-hmm. right now um she's doing the sewing like the inside tags is going to be hand sewn um mm-hmm. to her so like each like garment is going to be like very like delicate and that have like super like you know um mm-hmm. like care and love into all that good you know good stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so um oh. i'm excited for this one because it's a new take on what we're doing like we've never done dinner before we never really did like you know heavy outerwear before and like i said mm-hmm. it's like kind of like an all-american style like um like designs and like rollout and like capsule yeah. so you know Ooh. it's, it's kind of like a, a step away from the more like you know like clean classy and like the emblem mm-hmm. that i got going on this one is a little bit more like like edgy you know so yeah. I'm, I'm excited Ooh, you're, speaking, you're speaking my language like i told yeah. you when we first met i said you the coach you could style me yeah. you know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing. oh that's a fact too i'll put that out there like I've done yes. that before for friends and family, nothing too deep, but I would love to, like, whatever. You got a, a wedding you're going to or, like, a birthday or a night out or anything, like, I definitely yeah. love to, like, style you for anything, for sure. That is dope. See? Yeah. We need more people like you. Well, I do. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that but is I mean, so dope. I told you, I already could see, like, a vision for you in the sense of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? putting that shit on for sure <laughs> we we gonna talk we gonna talk 100 um, i got you i have two segments on the show um so the first one we're gonna roll into is called empowerment ep i call it empowerment ep because i'm gonna have you choose and share three songs that are a source of strength and inspiration for you on your journey um okay. now huh no i said okay Okay, yeah, if you can't choose three, that's quite all right, but three it is, so drop them. So I say off top, I already know Count Me Out is one of them by Kendrick. Yeah. Most recent, love that, love that, love that. Yes. Um, love that I album. Say, huh? I said I love that album. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Another one is uh, Fear by Drake. Mm. Classic. Classic. Yeah. I was going to see, you ain't even wait. You ain't even wait until I got to that. I was going to say that for the best for last. I did a song for my mom too, called my favorite, um, my mama's favorite song. So that was going to be like my third one for gotcha. sure. Yeah, but she's it's thirsty over here. She's thirsty. 
<laughs> that's her favorite song. Yeah, that's now nah, that's what it's actually called. It's called um my mama's favorite song. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta listen to that one. Where what is that off a project or just single? Nah, it was a single. It was a single from like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm definitely give that a listen. Anything with mama in it, you know. That is definitely strength and inspiration right there. You can't leave her out now. Yeah, not for sure. 100%. Yeah, the, cover, the cover is like a older, um, it's like a younger, a photo of her younger when she was mm-hmm. younger. So you would, you would like see it easily. Like It's an older gotcha. photo of her when she was younger. That's what I was trying to say. I got you. Well, yeah, I'm going to add these. Um, I already released the um, Empowerment EP playlist that I have. It's on Apple Music mm-hmm. and it's on Spotify. I will leave Bye. the link down in the show notes for you guys. And I'll definitely share it with you, Mr. Twandon, so you can have oh, yeah. it. Because <laughs> all you know, the guests have I'm sorry? Oh, so this, this is specifically for the guests? Yeah, so... All the guests that have been on so far have shared mm-hmm. their songs. Um, and I've shared a couple of mine on the playlist. So they're like bunched in there. So it may seem like random playlist, mm-hmm. but it's really not. <laughs> but, you know, because everybody yeah. has their different tastes, of course, and what they yeah. find to be inspirational and provide them strength. So, but listen, I, there are songs that I love too. So, if you if you have any feedback on the playlist, let me know. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I definitely yeah. check it out. That's fire. I like that you do that though. Yeah, I'm. I love music. I mean, I yeah. I come from a. I don't have a family full of artists, but um, I just grew up with in a household that always played music. Like my dad, he plays the piano. Like when I was younger, I wanted to play the piano. I took mm-hmm. a couple classes, but I was like, this is not my thing. I love okay. the drums. But I have not pursued like playing drums myself. I just love watching other people play drums. But that's like my favorite instrument. Um, And, you know, it just goes back to like just the, you know, the Motown and all that, like all the oldies. Like I'm an old head for for real in a young person's body. But that's a different (laughs) story. Um, But yeah, music has always been a part of me for real. That's fine. Yeah. So I'm going to go into our second segment, which I already know you who you're going to shout out. It's called Shine a Light on Them. And uh, this is a moment for you to show gratitude for your people. So you could go ahead and shout them out. And I already know Mama is going to be first. So let's get it popping with the moms. Come on. Hey, moms. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, now, nah, yeah, definitely shout out to Mom Dukes, Mama Twan Don all day, every day, for sure. Um, that goes without saying. And just um, you know, everybody involved and in, you know who put a hand in upper class, like that's a fact. Like family first. Um, and I think I want to say it, it'll probably be too many names for me to go down, but just any, every, any and every like designer, musician, entertainer that kind of I drew inspiration from. Um, I've been vocal about a few of them before, but um, you know. I I got I I would be doing my I would be lying to myself if I didn't say like upper class, you know, um as a brand clothing side and then Twan Down as an artist didn't pull from a lot of the greats, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you could see that in my design. I think you could see that um in my music or hear that I should say, like in my music. And you could probably see it in my music videos, you know. So mm-hmm. um a big shout out to them. And then just um, you know, my my 
my my demo, like my people who always been tuned in and like really rocking with me for as long as they've been rocking with me, like, you know, y'all deserve, you know, every bit of like a shout out and deserve like y'all flowers just as so much as y'all give me. Because it's really nothing, it's really no motion without those individuals, you know? It's no right. motion without people. Um, let me see. There's no motion without people like actually, you know, purchasing word of mouth, resharing, reposting, liking, commenting. Everything don't even gotta be like monetary. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um I wanna say that it's a big shout out to them for just even if you just telling a friend, you know, and just, you know, kind of campaigning for the for the upper class uh umbrella. So um yeah. I really, really appreciate them. My boy Liam, of course, that's who's uh head of my like graphic designer. They've been working with me like I can't like probably over ten years now, like close to wow. ten years, doing everything from the cover art, um, from the album covers to the designs and upper class, um, on the clothing side, um, mm-hmm. to like different cities and states and countries with me touring with me, like just he's that 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 dude right there is just like he really the goat, he really the goat. So mm-hmm. like you know, just everybody, my videographer. My homegirl who's sewing my stuff, um, you know, Tyler, um, Malcolm, just like, I feel like I'm doing a Grammy speech right now, something like that. Um, <laughs> and my sister too, my youngest sister's into fashion. She's been really inspiring me too, because she's actually taking like the technical and the schooling route of it. So, you know, something, um, you know, I would love to do is like when she finished, you know, wrapping up what she's doing and that she could bring some of her talents to upper class as well and then you know of course like you know i have an older brother as well and um shout out to him because there's a lot of like molding and a lot of you know schooling and game he put me on when i was growing up because he's a little older mm-hmm. than me so he kind of you know got me ahead of the curve you know versus a lot of my peers um yeah. so yeah. i could go on forever it'll be super extensive yeah. because there's a lot of people who help mold this thing yeah. and um yeah. you know and rest in peace to my boy kenny because you know that's yeah. just like yeah like that's just yeah. that's my right there that's my dog so yeah yeah i could go yeah. on forever but they, when What's people that? see this they don't know who they are um right like I, said, I keep name dropping but those those are very yeah. important like, those. yeah i was i was about to say they they know exactly who they are and definitely rest in peace to your brother kenny um mm-hmm. I, you're the second person to say that they're giving like a Grammy speech or just a speech for like Oscar or something. But I think it feels that way because we don't, we're not on the, put on the spot like that, you know, like to show gratitude for people. And the only time we are is like, if we're accepting a speech, but I don't feel like we should be doing that when it's just, we're uh, having an award or something like do that in your daily life. Like, man, I really I'm grateful for you, man. Like I'm real. First of all, I'm grateful for you even coming on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I cannot, I cannot miss that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I well, no, it's okay. No. I, I definitely, um, you know, enjoyed our conversation and just, I, I want people, more people, to know that it's okay to tell people how grateful they that they are for them because you know, again, they may not even be here, or they even like you won't even be here sometimes, like to even just say that. Um, yeah. cause life is so short as you know, and you know, not every day is a gift and we have to cherish that. So like the people that are here now, um, the people that are like here to experience your growth, experience your journey, like let them know, like, um, and remind them. Cause even there's sometimes we go 
days without saying I love you. Sometimes we go days without hugging our loved ones. Like that's not cool. <laughs> you know, we yeah. we have to show up and um, you know, do what we can while we're here. So yeah. that's a that's a beautiful list to have. So. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think part of that is just because we feel like we got all the time in the world, you know? Yeah. 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 So something to be conscious of and something to be like aware of hundred percent. Yeah. So before we go, um, what is one piece of advice that you would give the audience today? Mm-hmm. Um, just in general, like Yeah. I would say I would say um find something that you in love with and like, you know, become obsessed with it and um just really go after it every day like it's the last time that you're able to like go after it. Um, I think that's super important because you know, some of us will find ourselves you know, trying to always question our worth and like question like what we here for. But, um, yeah. you know, even if it don't got to be nothing with rap, it don't got to be nothing with, you know, fashion and, and no acting, actress, nothing like that. Um, just any, it could be anything. If it's cooking, you know what I mean? If it's, you know, construction, if it's, you know, you want to be a doctor, lawyer, anything. I would say just really journalism. Find something that you're really in love with and just chase it. Like really chase it. And, you know, if you just try to get 1% better at it or with it every day, um, you're doing better than, you know, most of most of the population who's not, you know, taking action at all. Um, I think um, another thing I would say is just like, uh, you know, really, um, you know, really, uh, really try to do a better job at understanding like nothing could be done on your own. Like a team is very important. Like minded people very important there's so many like elements of success and it's impossible you know if you want to reach certain heights it's impossible to do it alone so um put the ego aside i say try to put the ego aside and really you know try to find and you know curate a team and work with people you know that you really feel like can help like bring your vision full circle and um i say just uh trying to think what else like just really just just do it like really just do it and 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 you know, criticism aside, like, you know what I mean? Like criticism aside, just do it and don't worry about any outside like opinions or any outside, um, you know, whoever got a, a little two cents to put into what you're doing. You'll always know what's best for you. And um, you'll always know when it's time to kind of move on from something. But you yeah. got to do it first to even know, you know, if you should like, you know, move on from it or, you know, if you really enjoy doing it or not. So I don't know if those sound a little too cliche. Um, no. You know what I mean? But um, I just think that's how everybody or most people, you know, should really kind of try to operate. Yeah, uh, no, life. that's good. That's yeah, good. You don't want to be a shoulda, coulda, woulda. You dig? Like, right, right. Time like, moving at a crazy rate and super fast. So right. last thing you want to do is become a shoulda, coulda, woulda. And then think about all these things you could have done. You should have done, and then right. Okay, friend, I'm gonna have to tell you stop overthinking. Just say, oh, that's you, right. yeah. <laughs> well, for you too, because you'd be like, I don't know if that's too cliche. No, friend. yeah, I do that. I do that. I do that. See, look, it's okay. Take my own advice. <laughs> listen, listen. Take your we, advice. Yeah. <laughs> we we all do it. I do it too. But it's like you just say what you gotta say. It's all good. It's all good advice because there's you no know, people- like that in mad different aspects of my life. Because I was on the phone yesterday with my with my boy. Uh, peso, shout out to peso, but he was telling me the same thing. He was like, "Yo, bro, 
like, I understand that you like to be super strategic and like, you know, really have a plan. He's like, but yo, you like just overthink a little too much about certain things. He said, the talent is there. Like everything is there. You just kind of just got to churn it out. Like just, you know, put it out mm. and just do what you're doing. Yeah. At a more consistent rate. So he just said something to me like that too yesterday. To hear you saying it today, it's like, yeah, the universe trying to tell me something. <laughs> you gotta chill. You gotta relax. Let it flow. Just let it flow. Yeah, that's all you need. But I, I definitely appreciate you coming through to the Divine Glow Studio. Um, hopefully mm. next time we can definitely meet up in person, and I would love to chop it up with you. Um, but let the audience know where they can connect with you. Uh, drop your socials. Yeah, I'm on everything, um, TikTok, Twitter, IG. Everything is upper class twan, T-W-O-N, um, all one word. And um, every streaming platform is twand on. Um, so you can find my catalog, my music, everything there. And then as for the clothing, um, it's upper class international, but it's abbreviated. So it's I-N-T-L. So upper class I-N-T-L.com. And, um, you know, you can shop and like really get, um, a sense of the vision on that side of things. So um, I try to keep everything very, you know, oh, and as for like Instagram, it's the same thing, upper class, INTL. So I try to keep everything very insulated and uh, tight knit. So, you know, if you just overall search Tuan Down, a lot of these, you know, links will probably pop up anyway. And then make sure y'all check out uh, New Balance with 93 Doves out right knit out. Yeah. Yes, sir. So all of this information will be in the show notes for you guys to check out and make sure you support Swan Don's adventures. And man, he's going he's going to be someone that you will definitely remember um, for sure. So um, I'm going to wrap up. This is the end of the episode. And I hope to catch y'all next time in the next episode. Don't forget to let your divine glow shine, babies. I'll catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. If you're feeling inspired by today's episode and you're ready to transition from an unfulfilling nine to five job to purpose-driven entrepreneurship through powerful mindset shifts and spiritual alignment, I'm here to guide you as the Divine Glow Coach. I'm here to offer you a complimentary exploration call. Simply visit the link in the show notes to schedule yours today. During this conversation, we'll connect Uncover your unique path and explore how Divine Glow Coaching can empower your journey. This is your chance to elevate your business and mindset. I'm genuinely excited to have a conversation with you and support you on your incredible journey of transformation.